This podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Now, you can receive a free audiobook if you go to Audible.com and sign up to become a gold member. You will get a free credit that you can use to download practically any book you like. Even if you cancel the membership, it's yours to keep. That's at Audible.com. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good mid-morning between the mornings and the afternoon. Hi, Hi and welcome to Comfy Place. I hope you're taking a moment just to kick back and relax and enjoy the, the moment wherever you are, whether you're on the couch, whether you're in the bed, whether you're driving along, whether you're driving along on the left-hand side or the right, you know, it doesn't matter. You're here, this is now, and you're taking some time out for yourself to relax and kick back. So welcome. Before I begin the episode, I just want to thank Mother Nature, and I know this is going to sound a little hippie-ish, a little compound-ish, things like that. Uh, but I do want to thank Mother Nature. Melbourne, today we have had an amazing day. We are on the cusp, on the cusp of the most magical weather you can have. Okay, when I say magical, uh, that doesn't compare to possibly a lot of other locations around the world. But in Melbourne, you do get, you know, the varied weathers, you get the coldness, you get the hot. Uh, Now in summer, you can get both in the same day. Not as in uh, from my good friends up in northern Canada, who are experiencing incredible, you know, hotness right now, cold, sorry, coldness right now. And to my friends in Texas that have um, certainly experienced a lot of cold, but uh, you can go from about 43, 44 degrees, and you can go down to about 24 degrees in about 10 or 20 minutes. It does happen. How does it happen? Well, let me explain it to you, and before I begin, I am not a meteorologist. I have looked at the Bureau of Meteorology's website a few times, but that certainly doesn't make me completely qualified, just partially. Okay, here we go. So, Melbourne is positioned in a spot where uh, the highs and lows, you know, the big circles that go around, they tend to get either face. So, if it's uh, from the the, uh, the high which faces Melbourne, you know, the first bit as it goes around the earth, uh, it's going to come downwards first, which is from the top of Australia. So you get that downward air. As it goes over, it then goes up, which is from the southern area, which is the wind from the Antarctic. Sometimes that can happen like that. Sometimes you can get a high pressure just sitting there doing its thing, you know, being a high pressure. And then the low pressure can come through and go, you know, hold my beer. I'm about to just change an entire city's day and bang it smacks through and the temperature can drop in half an hour yeah yeah that's it's a lot of fun but during the moment of probably late feb into march and then april it all settles down it all becomes really 
really stable. And what do you get? You get 25 degree days. Uh, what's that in Fahrenheit? I think it's about 73 degrees. Um, just a quick Google. They're beautiful. Uh, yeah, well, oh, 73 degrees. Okay, fantastic. And uh, now it's about 77 because it's about 25 degrees. 23, 25. So from there, we do get that kind of weather. And it's constant and it's every day. And you can do things. You can go places. You can just enjoy Melbourne and Victoria and places like that without having to shelter because it's really hot. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's raining and then it's, it's, you know, your time's put off. So it's coming and I'm really excited. But today is just a taste of what that's going to be like. And mm, it was fantastic. Let me walk you through the morning. It starts with just your typical Sunday morning. There's not a cloud in the sky. There were some clouds later, which incidentally, as I was driving along, looked like the top of a snowy mountain uh, system. You know, the snowy caps in a far distance. I was in Morocco once and it kind of looked like that, which was interesting. Anyway, I digress. The morning was fantastic, peaceful birds singing there was not you know much breeze in the air but the breeze that was there had a waft of that eucalyptus oil that you tend to get this time of year and everything just had a lazy feel about it the sun was warm but it wasn't hot just lovely i sat out in the uh in the area which i sort of sit out and just you know just take in the morning and it was lovely. It was really, really good. I, I'm, I'm closing my eyes right now and I'm just picturing it. It was really one of, the, one of those days where you just want to take, you know, just place it inside a, a book. And every now and then you just, you just open that book up and there's the day right there. If only you could do that, right? That'd be cool. So yeah, that was my day and that was the weather. It was lovely. It really was. Now, today was the day, uh, part of what I want to talk about uh, sort of happened. During you know lockdown and all that kind of stuff, I found, just like with anything else, when something's taken away, something is always given. Um, a lot was taken away, let's, let's, let's be clear here. But there's always an opportunity for something. And I found during 2021... I went through and experienced a series of what I call hobbies, passions, dare I say it, micro obsessions. Have you ever had one of those, you know, where you are just absolutely and utterly obsessed with something for about two weeks and then you couldn't care less? Actually, not that you couldn't care less, but you're just not as obsessed. You've moved on to something else and things like that. Um, I heard an interview once um, from a, a guy called Tim Minchin, Australian uh, performer, and he he openly said that he's forever passionate about you know the now. He's always into the you know into the thing that we're into. And I'm like, damn it, that was me in 2021. If you can't dream big, if you can't plan big. I'll then plan small. It, it works. Let's be honest. Ultimately, you know, the days and of that we go through just tend to be 
you know, just the small sequences. Anyway, I wanted to tell you, just give you a list while you kick back and relax, and especially those that have put these headphones on and they're just trying to drift off. I'm just going to go through some of the, you know, the top obsessions, passions, hobbies that filled in my time during 2021. We, st- we start with possibly the quickest and, and the one that died the quickest. Okay, um, before COVID hit, I was really enjoying going to the gym and it was it was my time. I love it. You go there and it's 100% pure Andrew time. Fantastic. And I have my routine and, and make no mistake, I look like, you know, just daggy old you know, shirts and daggy old pants and stuff like that. Um, headphones on and... I, I don't care how, you know, good or bad I look. It's it's my time, you know. You know, it's just your time, your moment. Just just feels great. So I do the routine and I'm going through the weights and I'm going up weight grades and I'm feeling fantastic and you know, then COVID hit, gyms shut. And I thought to myself, you know what? I am going to maintain that exercise routine. I am going to do the weights, the push-ups. I'm going to Google like commando style weights that you got in gym routines that you can do, you know, with a rubber bands and, and, you know, two, two, two paper clips. And I'm going to keep that going and I'm just going to maintain this figure. No, I'm going to improve on this figure by the time I come out of this lockdown, however long it is, I am going to be a pristine, just just a statue, you know, chiseled. The one where they sit back and go, that's just fantastic. Personal message from The Rock, Andrew, I'm jealous of you. That was my plan. The reality, though, was... A little different. Here's how it went down. Um, week one, good uh, exercise in the backyard, push-ups, etc. Fantastic. Week two, I was still doing exercises, um, not as much. Week three, nothing. Just, just nothing. I walked, but that wasn't because of an exercise. That was to get from one location to the next. It wasn't actually exercise. That exercise was absolutely and utterly pure coincidental. I didn't even walk with some verve. I just walked. So that passion <laughs> was the most short-lived one. Good news, though, just just to let you know, back at the gym, reintroduced myself to the to the you know the weight grade, the weight levels that I'd, I've gotten to. And, um, yeah, and I've actually gone beyond that. So I'm really happy with that. Am I near the chiseled thing? No, that's that's not going to happen. That's a reality that I need to let go. But I'm feeling good. And I'm lifting things up and I'm putting them back down again. And then I lift them back up again. And then I, I put them back down again. So, yeah, feeling great. So that was the first one. Now, the one that maintained the next one I want to talk about was one where it was a classic case of you don't need to be, you know, anywhere in the world. You can just be in your backyard and it could be a world of fun. And that was photography. I love photography. To say I love photography is an understatement. Um, It's more than that. 
I have always loved, you know, just, just capturing that moment and like before, you know, locking it away. I went through a whole period of time when I was trying to be really artistic and stuff like that. And I look back at those photos and just there's no emotional connection whatsoever. Yeah, they were okay. But the best ones, honestly, is just when you capture your friends and family and things like that. And so, yeah, so photography held and I took a whole bunch of photos and I did some really cool things in the backyard and that really helped. Now, the pro tip with this is you don't actually need to have an expensive camera. I've always, you know, said this. Don't need an expensive camera. You just just use the phone you've got. It doesn't matter. And if you've got your friends and family, then pro tip, get a common prop that they can all share. And here's the funny thing. It's really cool. Get something silly, just a prop, whatever it is. Um, let's say it's a mug, it's, 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 it's teddy bear, it's whatever. A light, something random, right? You hand it to them. And then the the first expression is going to be, what the hell is this? That's cool. Hand it to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one. And they all do that. But then you string all those together, make a montage, all those kind of crazy stuff. It looks awesome. It really does. And then they'll get it. And then they're into it. And you're capturing art, even though you're not even going anywhere. So yeah, photography. That was that was a really cool one that, that I maintained. All the photography gigs and stuff that I did obviously stopped uh, for that. But taking photos around the house just continued on. And that was something that I carried through the entire of 2021. And yeah, no matter what I was doing, it was it was awesome. I'll see if I can put some up on the website. Just, just photos and stuff, just little things. But again, I couldn't go anywhere. And so it was a cool thing to do that just broke up the day. So that's one. Now... The next one is going to be incredibly nerdy. So if if you uh, yeah, if you're feeling tired and you need to drift off to sleep, this is going to absolutely and utterly do it. But the next one that I want to talk about was one that was dear to, to myself. And I think I mentioned this before, but it doesn't matter. You might be listening to this for the first time. I discovered the world of mechanical keyboards. Oh yeah. Okay, you need to understand something. Um, 2021, there wasn't a lot of variety that was going on in the day. The day would be pretty much the same. And I was surrounded by the same old tech and I was doing the same old stuff. And of course, we soon discovered and discussed the fact that the exercising went out the window. Um, So where else was my creative flair going to go? And then I stumble across a website and there is an amazing looking keyboard with just bright blue keys and there's typing videos that sound the keys, and all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa. Okay, let's picture now that I am, you know, in the proverbial shark tank. You are one of the people that is sitting in the chair. You've got the clipboard. You've got the intense look on your face. I'm sweating underneath my very crisp suit, and I'm now stating the case as to the reasons why you know, mechanical keyboards need to exist at all. Here we go. We all spend, I don't know, eight hours a day. When it comes to the technology, the keyboard is the probably the one thing that we spend the most time on throughout the day. 
right? You're there. Wouldn't you love that to be an absolute and utter expression of you whilst being an absolute joy to type on? I know you're looking at me saying, hang on a second, what do you mean absolute joy to type on? It's just a keyboard. However, we've all experienced those keyboards where they're just junk. They're horrible. It's just yuck. It feels yuck. In the keyboard world, it's called mushy, but it feels yuck. Imagine if you could find a keyboard that when you typed it, it was kind of like, I don't know, driving the car for the first time, just just playing an instrument for the first time. There's that moment, the connection where you go, hang on a second, this feels pretty good. My keys, I'm not typing, I'm just tapping. I probably shouldn't do that. And it feels really good. And yeah, and you're tapping away and it feels fantastic. Imagine if that world could be true. Well, it does exist, but it doesn't stop there. Imagine if in a keyboard, let's be honest, it's like, you know, I don't know, 20 centimeters by 10 centimeters. That was a pure, absolute expression of you. And when I say that, these are customizable. Oh my God. Are they customizable? And what that means is that you can actually have an absolute and utter expression of you. I know you have a favorite color keyboard set that you have. And I know that when I'm saying this, you're now thinking of that color. You can have it. If you want, you can have, you know, all the colors the same. And just for some odd reason, you want the right shift to be a different color because that's just the way you roll. You can. You can have a wave pattern. You can go bananas if you want. An absolute expression for you. Then, okay, so we've got the feeling done. There are so many ways that these things can feel. Uh, then there is, you know, the, the look done. Then there's the sound. I know this doesn't sound like anything that should be uh, of, of something that would cause a passion. Again, let's just think for a second that Andrew was going through a moment in 2021 um, and there wasn't a lot of variety, and I did tend to gravitate to certain things. Again, passions in the moment. Back to the sound. There are different sounds of mechanical keyboard switches. I'm going to talk technical for a second. Um, switches. Actually, that's a good place to start. What the hell is a mechanical keyboard, and why is it different to any other keyboard? Aren't they all mechanical? <laughs> No, no, they're not. Um, the mechanical keyboard is... God, I sounded snobby then for a second, didn't I? I'm sorry. That was really elitist. Um, no, they're not. Mechanical keyboard talks about the motion of a certain type of switch, and it's a, it's a mechanical nature. Right, so, so is an Apple keyboard mechanical? No. Um, You'll know a mechanical keyboard by the by all means. Google them. Go to YouTube. There are a lot of YouTube uh, accounts on there. There's some really cool ones where they, they speak with fashion, passion and stuff like that. Anyway, mechanical keyboard is this. It starts with the base. That base is the design thing, the 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 casing, the aluminium, the frame, so to speak. Then you put inside that you put what's called a switch. And a switch is the motion, the up and down bit. Um, those switches 
Oh, there's so many different varieties. And they go in different colors. Silver, white, red, black. They tend to choose these colors to give different sort of feelings. Brown. Um, I, I personally prefer the browns uh, myself. They're a classic style for those. Then there's the different variety of brands. There's cherry, there's kale, there's box. There's all these different other types and they each have their individual feeling. Is it intimidating? No, it is something just to just to dive on in, just just to enjoy. Anyway, I did enjoy. Probably a little too much. So that's the switch. That's the thing that gives you the feeling. Some are harder to press, some are softer to press, some are snappier to press, some are a little bit sort of mushy to press. I honestly, when I started out, thought, how can this be... So, um, how, so much variety, how can that exist? Well, I think it's full of people who discovered a, a hobby and then went crazy. So what do you put on top of the switch? Well, you put the, the cap, the key cap. So that also gives it a feeling. Is it a thick cap? Is it a thin cap? Is it rough? Is it smooth? Is it tall? Is it not tall? On and on and on and on it goes. So this enticed me. I decided to buy my first one, which was what's called a ducky one, two. I don't know why it's called one, two, but it's called a ducky one, two. You can Google it. It's about $119. And yeah, I, I, I Googled it and um, I, I thought it was pretty cool. And then I, uh, I decided just to go ahead, go ahead and buy so I did. And it felt really great. I was able to nerd out with one of my friends. He had one as well. And so we were able to talk about it when it arrived. The quality felt really good. Really, really good. So I got a, and, and this is for those who, who are of a mechanical you know, keyboard type. I hope you can nod along and go, yes, that was, that was a very good purchase for, you know, for a great entry. Well done, Andrew. Yes. Okay. So I bought the first one, which was a... Yeah, a, a ducky one too came with a brown cherry switch and get ready for the acronyms a PBB PBT double shot keycap oh yeah why the PBT double shot I'm glad you asked well that provides um, a really thick experience as in like when you press it it feels quality you know when you close like a luxury car door and you can just feel the the chockness, you know, the quality when you close the door and you take a moment and go, damn, Mercedes, you know how to close a door. Oh, yeah, it closes. You can, you can just, you can hear that sound. Well, take that sound and apply it to this mechanical keyboard because it's practically the same. Every single time you press that key down, it's like a Mercedes door closing. Outstanding. So I bought that, plugged it in. Hmm, this feels great. But then I wanted more. The thing about a mechanical keyboard is, as I you know mentioned at the start, it's an absolute expression of yourself. I wanted this to be me, and this was, this was great. But maybe it's not me. Maybe I want something else. I wanted a hot 
swap keyboard. Yeah, that's right. A hot swap keyboard. What is a hot swap keyboard? Again, I'm glad you asked. The hot swap keyboard is this. Those switches that I told you about, well, maybe you just want to take one out. You want to buy another switch from someone else that has a different feeling and you want to put that in. You can even have certain keys have different feelings and the other ones be the same. You can just go nuts. So I tried and I bought the next keyboard, $180. This is starting to get out of control, I recognize. Um, the Keychron K9. It works better with a Mac um, and it comes with a hot swap uh, keyboard set. It was good but not as good as the ducky, gonna be honest. Uh, by the time this thing arrived, I kind of gotten used to a Windows keyboard set on the Mac, it really wasn't much difference. I'd adapted and I was using the, the ducky. So then I thought to myself, why am I, you know, just mucking around in the, the starter end? Why don't I go to the, as, and, and this is the term which these, these people wanna say, my brothers and sisters use in the mechanical keyboard world. Why don't I go to the end game? Yeah, that's right. The final purchase, as if that could possibly exist. I decided to buy, and, and you're going to love this brand term. I'm going to buy from a company called Glorious. The Glorious GMMK Pro. Oh yeah, the GMMK Pro 75. Now, when you get to this level and, and, and you want to buy, you know, a keyboard, you don't just get the keyboard. <laughs> no. This is what's called a bare bones. Here is what the actual website says. And again, this is not brought to you by GMMK Pro. Oh my God, I'd love if it was, but it's not. This is genuine. I really haven't. The GMMK Pro is an ultra premium gasket mounted 75% keyboard layout built for the enthusiasts, gamers, and professionals. Ask yourself, which one are you? Enthusiast, gamer, professional. You know what? They should add a fourth one on there. It's for enthusiast, gamers, professionals, and humans that appreciate a touch of quality when they type. Again, Mercedes door closing. It's like that on every single one. So I decided to buy this. Now this one is about 270 bucks-ish. Uh, PC case gear, again, not a sponsor, but they actually are one of those people in the world that actually give a damn when you buy from them. Great pricing, great shipping, and great support. What a, what a, you know, what an amazing sort of combo. Um, had, a, had a problem with a monitor once, and they, here's the weird thing, they thought my problem was their problem, and they wanted to take it forward and take care of it. I, I just, I know. I know. Anyway, so $229 um, from PC Case Gear. It's only Australia. I'm sorry about that. There's probably other ones, Best Buy and stuff in the United States. Um, and anyway, so this one comes with, a, with, with just the base. You don't get the switches. You don't get the keycaps. No, you've just got the base. So literally after you buy this, you can't do a thing on this. But it's a start. 
thing weighs about 2.8 kilos in itself. It just, you can't move it on your desk. It feels fantastic. It has a knob which you can program on the top right-hand corner, which you can push down or turn or do whatever you want. I had great dreams to customize this, but I just use it for volume and stuff like that. And you push it down and mute. So anyway, there I was. I have the, 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 the base set. And I now need to get switches. I went to YouTube sites. I went to websites. I started following other people on, on, on various YouTubes and, and, and uh, stuff like that. Christ, I just sound like my dad then for a second. I followed people on the YouTubes. Hmm. Yeah, okay. So I went to YouTube and I started following people um, that were pretty cool in this space. And so, yeah, I then landed on, I decided to go the, the classic sort of cherry brown, but this is where the nerdness goes to the next level. This is the space voyager of nerdness, and I fully appreciate that I'm using a nerd reference to reference a nerd reference. Nerd squared. I bought classic cherry brown switches from a website, brought them home, and then I proceeded to lubricate them myself oh yeah you don't just factory lube or get, get these from the factory you lube them yourself and I found out that the G105 lubricant was the ideal ones for the type of switches that I'm buying again that was about 25 YouTube videos to find this out this all sounds boring but again you can't go anywhere in Melbourne we had curfews. We had all kinds of crazy stuff. You'd go for your walk and you'd try and get back before you know, the curfew kicked in. Nothing was open. What are you going to do? And this was my place I ran to. So, yeah, I booked the switches. They came home. Oh, they came over. It's like a friend. They were delivered. And I had them all set up. There was a, there was a workstation. And sure enough, I pulled them all apart. That wasn't easy. And with a special little brush, just like, like, you know, a nerd. I, you know, I don't care. I loved it. It was fantastic. Whatever you do that makes you happy, do it. And don't apologize because it makes you happy. And at the end of the day, that's the only currency that cashes in, right, is happiness. And if it makes you happy, just go nuts. And this made me happy. So I'd lubricate them, put them back in. And then, you know, just to get the, I also bought some basic, basic keycaps, just some, some dark gray ones and put it all together in front of the computer, plugged that thing in, the lights came on because it had that RGB thing, but I set it to a lovely sort of subtle orange. I mean, a bit of an orange kick. I don't know why it just, just went well, got that orange and dark gray sort of thing. And the, um, the outside of the, uh, the cases is, is, is a gunmetal gray, like a, you know, almost black. So gray, black, orange, it looked pretty good. Again, it's all me. This is my expression of me. You could be completely different. They've got some crazy keycaps that you can go nuts for me. I wanted an understated overstatement. So there I was, press it in plug it in sorry and then I start typing you know it was like I had turned up in a keyboard sense let's be honest here I had turned up to a dealership and I had just bought a Rolls Royce and the dealer you know, comes over in a James Bond 
suitcase that was used on the set of James Bond. Hence the term James Bond suitcase. He updates it. First, there's a little of whiskey that I down that just fills the chest with a little bit of euphoria. And then I pick up the, the keys, which are you know, solid silver, of course. And then I get in this Rolls Royce. It smells beautiful, like your favourite bar and cafe all in one. And then I turn the key and it just doesn't roll. A Rolls Royce doesn't roll. It proceeds. This keyboard proceeded. So good. So very, very good. I had found my end game. It only took three keys and a keyboards and about $700 later, but I'd found my end game. Although I, I am looking at a different set of keys, keycaps because, well, you know, variety is the spice of life. But from a feel perspective, I have it. It's me. It's absolutely and utterly me. And that was the world of the mechanical keyboards. I know. Where do I go from there? Simple. Music. <laughs> Where do I start with this? I really just lost myself in music. When was the last time? Let me ask you this um, and be honest. What am I saying? I mean, you know what I mean. When was the last time you, you got your favorite album and you sat down? Either headphones or some you know, good speakers or something like that. And you just lost yourself to it. And you just blissed out and listened to the favorite album. I started doing that a lot. It was cool. It was really cool. Maybe it was meditation. I don't know. But it was really cool. And I started listening to you know, some of the old tunes back in the day that I loved. And then just new stuff really really cool stuff and no music genre was was you know forbidden it was all kinds of stuff i i remember growing up and you know growing up it was like you had to like this or you like this you know you either like rock or you like blues or pop or whatever it was like saying you can only like one color in the rainbow which is just weird um but now it's just all music is there for me to taste. Can you taste music? You know what I mean, right? You just sample and and and, and enjoy. And so yeah, so I started getting into a lot of the yeah a lot of music, um, and and just really 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 just just blissing out on just varied stuff. Gee, it sounds like I kind of did some pretty cool stuff when I'm saying blissing out. No, no, I was all sober, possibly with whiskey, definitely with whiskey. But yeah, I I just. Just absolutely and utterly, um, just 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 blissed out. Um, a couple of um artists that I just want to uh, to certainly just 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 mention. Have you ever heard of one called um 
Fiona Apple. She released an album uh, in 2020 called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Check it out. It's going to make you feel things. It really will. It's really good. It's incredibly good. Her, her first album title, 1996, um, but, but this one now is just incredible. And it's going to make you feel things. It's going to make you feel a little... Not uncomfortable, but but not what you think, right? Um, you know when you go and see those bands and they start playing, you're like, this is what I think, but I really like it. Side note, um, worst ever jazz performance I've ever seen in the history of ever uh, was at a place which is renowned for amazing jazz performances. The place is called Bennett Lane. Uh, it has a a rich history Artists like um, Harry Connick Jr. and other famous jazz musicians have been known to, you know, just turn up and play because it's jazz and that's what you do. And so I, I've been there a number of times before and I have seen some amazing, amazing jazz. There was one night where I actually heard a, how do I say this, Arabic jazz I know that it seems like it wouldn't wouldn't work, but oh man, it did. And there was like an Arabic um, undertone to the whole jazz performance that just sounded amazing. And I spent the entire night just jaw dropped in absolute and utter bliss, bliss. And yeah, the wine was pretty good too. And they had a great selection of cheeses. I'm not too big to uh, to admit that. So yeah. Anyway, this particular night, however, they decided to well, impersonate animals in a song. This one saxophone player gets up and he does a solo where it's every single note is the same note and they're sort of hanging out there. I don't know what animal sort of makes one note the entire time, but this one did, and it's the only time I've ever heard a jazz musician not get any sort of applause when he sat down. It was... Yeah, anyway, um, I've been told it's, it's not the norm for you know, for Bennett's Lane, but, um, yeah, that was, that was a very, very interesting night. Anyway, back to good music. Yeah, Fiona album, uh, Fiona Apple and Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Really, really cool. So I've been getting into, you know, music again in a big way and just crazy ass playlists and, albums that that you know absolutely thoroughly enjoy and so if you can't go anywhere again it's about those little things and being able to just kick back relax and uh enjoy the uh you know the, the small things that we are uh, that we enjoy so that's music i think i mentioned this other one as, as well but i kind of got into indoor plants in a really really um cool kind of way and it was one of those things where I decided to spend on a couple and... Oh, pro tip. Um, indoor plants can be really expensive. And I went to this cool cafe in Melbourne and they had these really cool... Or what I thought was indoor plants, but they actually were just standard lemon and lime trees. And the person was quite frank in saying, well, yeah, they're great. They work. You might not get any fruit out of them, but they're really, really good as indoor plants. And they cost a fraction of you know, the indoor plants. And so, so yeah, so I bought a whole bunch. And so there's like a spot in my house now that's, that's it's green in a word. It's very green. Um, 
so yeah i've been absolutely and utterly loving on that and again it's one of those little things that you can do to express um if you can't go anywhere or you know just in general in life so yeah so so 2021 for me you know i I have talked about this before this is somewhat of a bit of a follow-on from the previous podcast but there were plenty things you know to, to to grumble about but there's a lot of things that went well as well and little things and and hobbies was one of them now the most recent one is you know i've started playing soccer and I'm in this team and I'm trying out and I am, let me be very clear, terrible <laughs> with this. But it's okay. It's not about that. It's about exercise and running around and stuff like that. Um, and it really helps me with all the other parts of the life. So while the gym's doing the muscle thing, which is kind of cool, again, you know, just just basic stuff. Then the um. But there's one thing that it kind of taught me, uh, 2021 was this, that if you fill your life with just wonderful encounters with friends and family. Do some crazy things that you really love. And genuinely just don't give a damn what anyone else thinks. You know, if you want to do it and it's a little nerdy, then you just go ahead and do it. If it makes you happy, it makes you happy. That is that is the only equation that matters. And I found this out and it filled my days with some happiness. Um, and... Yeah, and I I found myself setting up this really really cool pattern that just filled the day with happiness, and it was it was incredibly rewarding. And even though lockdown's over and back out, I'm still finding myself carrying on with this kind of mindset. Except now I have this renewed passion for just adventure and travel. Going to Tasmania in about four weeks' time, which I can't wait. It's yeah, you think Melbourne's beautiful. Tasmania is the secret jewel to Australia that is amazing. It's so wonderful. How can I describe it? Well, I'm not going to do it now, but I'm going to try and you know take moments throughout the uh, the trip to uh, to really paint the picture. So come with me on a virtual holiday. It's just going to be one of those five day things where I'll be heading out there. And seen some things that I, you know, I never got the chance to see. So I'm really, really happy uh, for that. Anyway, that's enough for me. Thank you very much for listening. I really hope you've enjoyed this moment. Just to kick back and relax and enjoy just some, you know, alone time. And I'm really glad that I was here and I could be the person to, you know, be with you while you're in this moment that's kind of cool so thank you i really appreciate that stay tuned episodes coming through if you could if i could ask a favor i don't know this sounds like um what everyone else does but if you can give me a like or a comment that'd be kind of cool too um yeah i'd 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 really enjoy that if you could put a comment in i'm reading the comments in um on apple podcasts and stuff like that and what I love is the fact that they come from all different parts of the world. And the cool little, um, the, the service that I use to send this thing around the world uh, kind of tells me uh, the countries that, you know, that are listening. So a big, big hello to four corners of the world because there's awesome people around the world, just like you right now, that's listening. And it really makes a 
Aussie that lives in Melbourne pretty happy. Anyway, until next time, I'll talk to you soon.